0: Hey guys, I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And this is going to be Unsettling. Deeply. thinking about this whole you Forrest Gump Forrest Gumpting from the club Was it Daylight Savings Time when you did this or was it the day before Daylight? Day before. Okay. Uh, Because me and Daylight Savings Time don't get along but I feel like that would
1: add an extra layer of just... I was just that drunk where I really thought that I should leave.
0: I, I understand that. And
1: go. And not tell anyone. I mean... And I usually don't do shit like that.
0: You were probably doing it like out of a good place, you're like, you know what? I'm done. But they're not.
1: Yeah, but I should have known because they were all my friend John was talking about was how dangerous Philly is and how we're staying in Camden even though we weren't and how like just going off about it for forever. So
0: I live 25 minutes out of Philly, so all of our news is like Philly news, and they've been greasing the polls yes. in Philly because Phillies were in the world uh, Phillies were in the World Series. They lost. And the Eagles are, like, 8-0. Yeah. So, people in Philadelphia are just wild to begin with, but you had that as a layer and, like... Yeah. Clark wanted to go tonight... No, yesterday night, to see the Hooters in Kensington. And I'm like... He's like, but it's not Philly. I'm like, Dad, that's actually worse than Philly. Like, you picked the worst of Philly. But he'd be fine. He didn't go. He played it on YouTube, and that was... um, That was satisfying enough. That was enough for him. So... Anyway, so we're still on the weekend. We're on the weekend. We still have some more martinis, which are quite delicious.
1: I didn't even realize we were really recording. I was sitting back. I was mm. like...
0: She was. She was in full relaxed mode. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was just being candid.
0: Yeah, I, it's okay.
1: I just wanted to go for a walk. I kept saying, I was like, I'm almost
0: 30. I'm fine. I'm almost... I'm, I could take care of myself.
1: I wasn't out there for more than three minutes. I was like, they'll never know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And they knew. it
1: knew right away. Oh, man. So we normally
0: don't discuss what we're going to talk about before we, like, get here. But I wanted to, since this case has had, like, some movement in the past, I wanted to make sure um, that you weren't going to do it, too, because it was previously a cold case. And then, like, the past week, it, like, sort of opened up. It's not solved, but it has more movement than it's had since the beginning, which is crazy because there was always a ton of information, but just no. yeah. Um, so this week I wanted to talk about the Delphi murders. Yes. Also known as the Snapchat murders. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it was always, like, on my radar, like, on my list of things I want to do. But then when this
1: happened last week, I was like, all right, we're going to talk about it. It's a good time. Then we can update it, you know? Yeah. As you go.
0: Before I got, like, super deep into, like, this weird true crime rabbit hole, I only listened to, like, Crime Junkie, really, which I, like... Don't get me wrong, I love it, but it's like a very mild version, of yeah. True crime. Um, I feel like some of the things we listen to now are just like, like rough,
1: yeah. Um, like she doesn't give all the details, yeah, like, no. the gory details, but that is a, that's like out of that's like her philosophy, I feel like it's like out of respect, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah,
0: like I understand why she does yeah. it, and so like it was a good, I don't know, it was a good introduction to true crime, yeah. But now I'm like. I, I just need to understand, but like what what it looked like, like yeah. the whole scene.
1: It was crazy, yeah.
0: But um, and also this was like when Sophia was really young, so I was like, I don't want to be listening to. He was
1: decapitated; but
0: his head was left in a pot. Like,
1: yes, because yes. I have a baby. I think there's a good place in between, probably. Yeah. You know,
0: <laughs> yeah. There's definitely somewhere in between that and this.
1: Like, Case File is probably the best, like, most respectful podcast I've ever like yeah. true crime Podcast, Yeah, definitely. That's your jam. Yeah, I haven't listened to it in a while because it's so scary.
0: <laughs> it is. It was just
1: like a little spook. It is an un... It was an anonymous um, narrator who does really? it. Nobody knows who he is. And he just... And he's an Australian. He just has like um, an even tone. He doesn't give any opinion whatsoever. It's just one guy and he just sits there and tells you the story.
0: I've listened to some of his podcasts. I didn't realize he was anonymous. That mm-hmm. makes it even more spooky. And he's
1: incredible. hmm Really good. hmm
0: so anyway, I listen to Crime Junkie, and then I also listened to this one podcast specifically called Down the Hill,
1: mm-hmm. because at
0: this time, my phone, like, suggested it and said, like, you would probably like this. I'm like, you know what? I wasn't big into, like, back then, I wasn't big into each episode is a whole different case, because I couldn't wrap my head around it, because I didn't have enough time to pay attention. Yeah. So Down the Hill was, like, episodes of one case. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to that. <laughs> And it was incredibly well done. So, I've always heard about these girls and felt that they needed their story, like, more talked about. But it was a cold case, so it was always kind of, like, weird. Yeah. Um, So, this case specifically is centered around two young ladies who were the best of friends from Delphi, Indiana. Abigail, or Abby Williams, who was 13, and Liberty, or Libby German, who was 14, in February of 2017, which is when this horrible event took place so it's february 13th at one thirty, and libby's older sister kelsey drops the girls off to a delphi historic trail where they wanted to explore and uh we can relate to this right because especially at our houses growing up like our parents would just like they knew we were around but they didn't know exactly where we <laughs> they're <were>.
1: around
0: yeah <laughs> like i'm sure they're fine yeah yeah so, They both had their cell phones, they were used to hanging out alone, so really no one thought anything of it. It was just a typical day.
1: And they're 13 and 14. Yeah, like that's- Totally acceptable.
0: Yeah. And it's 2017, like 13, 14 is a lot older than it used to be when we were 13 and 14. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's also a little more heartbreaking because these girls were actually supposed to be in school that day. Yeah. But their school- so their school had built in snow days that they didn't end up needing. So they had to make sure that they went to school for, like, a certain amount of time. So they were like, hey, just take the day off. And had they not taken that snow day, it might be really different. But it was, like, super unseasonably warm, like it is today, which is, you know, really nice, except for climate change. We're sweating in the attic. Yeah, sweating in November. It's the craziest thing. So, anyway, it was really unseasonably warm. And that's why the girls were like, hey, let's take a hike. So they're having a great time. They're exploring. They eventually made it to the Manan High Bridge, which was like a super high decommissioned bridge that was like a century old. And it wasn't, it was originally used for trains, but it wasn't used by trains since like the 80s. And it really hadn't seen any repair. It was about 800 feet long and not in great shape. It also sat like 70 feet above the, you are right? Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: got like a... <laughs> <laughs> it's getting warm, my drink.
0: Warm milk? It's not going down for you anymore? Yeah,
1: it is. Don't um, worry.
0: <laughs> it also sat 70 feet above Deer Creek. And it was like a common like photo opportunity. Like, you remember being 13 and 14 and like, we're going to go take pictures there because it's cool. Yeah. Like, we're going to take moody pictures. Um, But it was a <laughs> tough walk. Like, it wasn't easy to get there. And if you were afraid of heights, you wouldn't want to do this. So, Libby being a 14-year-old, uploaded pictures of just the bridge. So, like, a moody picture of just the bridge. And then Abby walking down the bridge at 2.07 p.m. They got dropped off at one 30. 37 minutes later, they're at the bridge. Makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, this, it's common for teenagers to do. She was about halfway on the bridge. Abby was. And no one else was around. They had planned to meet Libby's dad back where they were dropped off at 3.15. So... They were on schedule. They were on time to meet up with her dad. So his uh, Libby's dad arrived a little early and waited for the girls. And he called their cell phones, but assumed that they didn't answer because they were busy. Because they were a little late, but not crazy. So then by 3.30, Libby's dad knew something was wrong. But I understand this, too. like... You don't assume the worst when you're a parent. Like, you know that that's out there, but you just assume that they're probably doing something they're not supposed to be doing and don't want to get caught. So they're buttoning it up before they come home. Kind yeah. Of thing. So it's 3.30. They haven't showed up. So he decided to go and see where they were. So he starts this hike himself. At the same time, he's also reaching out to their family to make sure that no one has heard from them. When... um, Sorry. After about an hour of searching, Libby and our, Abby's parents finally reported them missing. And I say finally, because, like,
1: an hour can go
0: so quickly. Yeah. But in that moment, it's also, like, that hour was probably really important, so it's it's hard.
1: Yeah, but you're like, why would I... I wouldn't... Do, I, there's no way no. I'd call the police for nope. an hour. Mm-mm. Like, no. I just wouldn't. No,
0: because... Because you then you're want-
1: admitting it to yourself something's wrong, too. Yeah, and you don't you know? want to
0: call the police if they're totally fine.
1: And cause, like, you don't want to, like, cause anything, and you have those feelings, you know? Yeah. So I was impressed that, like, it only took them an hour to be honest. I was
0: thinking about that, too. Like, it's finally, but it's, like, also it only took an hour. Yeah. that is pretty quick when they were in the woods.
1: Yeah. I would, I, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Like, we've been missing for longer than an hour before. For sure. And our parents didn't call.
1: Them. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, by 5.30, they had called the police. Um, police, volunteers, and family family members immediately began searching, and the search went into the night. At the same time that they called the police, it seems like Libby's phone had gone dead, because at that point, it just started going straight to voicemail. So, before that, they would call, it would ring, and now it's just going straight to voicemail. It eventually got late and dark, so they called the search off, but it started again the first thing Tuesday morning. So Kelsey, Libby's sister, is out there searching, and she remembers searching and hearing someone yell that they found the girls. And she remembers that, like, they found the girls, and she she's quoted as, in I think it was down the hill, saying, like, "I just needed to run to get them. I, I just needed to make sure they were okay." And then it was followed up with, "They're not. They're not good." Yeah. So it wasn't the news that she was hoping. 18 hours after they went missing, a volunteer located the bodies of Abby and Libby. So their bodies were found in a ravine, a very short distance from the bridge where they just took pictures the day before. And they did. So the one thing that they did do is they immediately did autopsies. And it was just to confirm that it was Abby and Libby. Um, but that's all they did was confirm that it was them. They didn't give a cause of death. They didn't say if they were sexually assaulted. They just said, yes, this is them. They are dead.
1: Yeah. And all the other, all that information takes more time. Yeah. To be definitive, Joe.
0: Yeah. So the police immediately assumed foul play. Not like an accident. Like, because again, this is a really high bridge by a body of water. Mm -hmm. One of the pictures that Libby took, it seemed like, kind of like there was um, little pieces that stuck out farther on the bridge. So, it seemed like she was standing out on one of those little pieces to take this picture. Okay. But they didn't think it was an accident. So, whatever.
1: Indicated that, we didn't know, right? Yeah, because yeah. they
0: weren't giving any of that information. Um, they also released a picture of a white male in blue clothing, but initially didn't say where the picture came from. And also didn't say he was a suspect.
1: I remember. <sighs> yeah. Yeah.
0: But just that they wanted to speak with him at a press conference eventually they revealed that that picture was found on Livy's cell phone at the crime scene and that the man that they wanted to speak with was actually from
1: the picture on her cell phone yeah and i don't know if you're going to go into this but the girls were into true crime themselves yeah
0: yeah so they were it, that's actually my next sentence so it's important to mention that Abby and Livy both love true cl- true crime yeah and had plans of going into law enforcement when they got older So, keep that in mind, because this is just remarkable for 13 and 14-year-olds to be able to do.
1: Yeah, so it was speculated that the reason the picture was there...
0: Yes. ...that there
1: was a reason for it.
0: Yeah, like, it wasn't just a... A, a, Oops! yeah. Yeah, I took this picture by accident. No, she felt something was wrong, and she took this picture. Yeah. So, the police then revealed that Libby also took a video around the same time. And in this video, you can hear a voice of their presumed killer... And, again, I'm always amazed that these little girls had the wherewithal to turn on their camera at this moment. Because, like, I wouldn't have thought about that. Like, I and we had phones when we were that age. So it's not even like a. Yeah. We didn't have the ability. We had the ability. Never would have thought about that. Yeah. Uh, Initially, the police did not release much of the video. But they did release a very small audio clip where you can hear a man just say down the hill. Mm Mm-hmm. And it goes in, like, the police went into, now they have this picture of this man, and they also had sketches of other people that were in the park that said they saw this guy walking around, and they had this voice, and the police were very clear on saying, all three things don't need to add up to the same person. So if one if one voice doesn't look like the picture, that's okay, please tell us. Yeah. And they had, like, 26,000 tips. Wow. Like, immediately, which is a crazy number. Given the proximity to the ravine where the bodies were found, in the, vo- it, the voice in the video was most likely referring to their final resting point. Mm-hmm. Because it was down the hill in the ravine. But it wasn't said as, like, a forceful command. It was almost conversational, which, like, makes it even worse. Because I listened to it a couple times on the way here, and it's like... It's not what you would expect someone that's about to do something terrible to sound like. Mm -hmm. It sounds like, like, it could have been, like, my dad, your dad. Like, it just sounds like a guy just saying, down the hill. Just down the hill. Mm
1: -hmm. So,
0: at this point, the police have a picture of the killer, right? Well, they would assume the killer. A recording of his voice and sketches from people who saw this man that day near the bridge. But all of this wasn't enough. And eventually, the case goes cold. So for five years, Abby and Libby's family had no answers, and no justice was served. So these little girls, their stories just stopped, and no one could give any information on it. That is until October 26th of this year. Like, what's today's date? Today is the About two sixth. weeks ago. Yeah. So, that's when police arrived at the home of Richard Allen who also lived in Delphi, and he was arrested. Now, the court is being very careful with the amount of information they give. Obviously, it's still an open case. Um, and they they really haven't revealed how they specifically have tied him to the case. At least I can't find it.
1: I, I don't think it's really out there yet.
0: Yeah. So, Because I I know that he was arrested relating to it, but they haven't said, like, it's because we found this. Yeah. So... After the family learned who was re- this, this part kills me. After Abby and Libby's family learned who was arrested, it sparked a memory in Libby's aunt's brain. So Richard worked at CBS in town. Okay. In the pharmacy. I don't think he was a pharmacist, maybe like a tech or something, but he was ringing people up. After the bodies of Abby and Libby were found and funeral arrangements had been made, Tara, Libby's aunt, went to CVS to print pictures for the funeral. And she, she just always went to the CVS. It was convenient. She knew it. Tara remembers being completely overwhelmed with emotions and struggling with, like, the little printing, yeah. the photo printing kiosk. At which point, Richard Allen walks over and helps her.
1: That's weird. I didn't hear that.
0: Yeah. With his help, she's able to print the pictures of Abby and Libby. Wow. And then Richard tells Tara he's not going to charge her for the pictures. Hmm. So at the time, Tara thought that it was just like an act of general kindness.
1: Because everybody around there knew about this. Yeah.
0: And that town had also just suffered like another terrible loss. There was a, a house fire where four little girls passed away in a house fire. So there was like this gray cloud over the town. Um, but it's a small town, so everyone knew what was going on.
1: Yeah, and I think generally it was a safe place, yeah. right?
0: Aside from those two events, yeah, it was okay. Um, so she just thought, you know, he's just being nice. Yeah, like he, he
1: knows he's doing it. He sees the pictures, so He yeah.
0: feels bad. He doesn't want to charge me, whatever it is. But in hindsight, this generosity seems way more sinister and almost like patronizing. Yes. Like, like haha, you have to print these pictures because of me. Yeah. Terrible. Awful. So the CVS in town was also plastered with flyers asking for information about Libby and Abby's killer. Some even including a sketch. So Richard Allen would be ringing customers up while standing next to or in front of a flyer with a sketch of himself.
1: Yeah, that's insane to think about.
0: (sighs) Currently, Richard Allen is behind bars with a $2 million bail. ...and charged with two counts of murder. Richard's neighbors, who wanted to remain um, unnamed, said that two unmarked police cars showed up in the middle of the night on October 13th... ...so 13 days before it came out, um, and gave Richard a letter. Uh, Then they proceeded to search his home and tow his truck, and the officers were seen leaving the Allen household with, they said, cloth. They couldn't tell if it was clothing or just cloth of some sort. And books, like thin, a, a tall stack of thin books. Hmm. Uh, they also went in the backyard of the Allens' home and dug up two very small areas after using a metal detector. But, like, when I'm talking small, like the top of this cup, like three inches in diameter. Wow. So we're not looking for parts here. There's something metal they were looking for that they knew that they should have found.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: Um, the sergeant of the Delphi police has been quoted as saying that this is not a day to be celebrated, but this was just a major step forward in solving the case. The tip line is still open, by the way. If you think you have anything to report, you can reach out to them. I'll make sure I add that link in the yeah. episode description. Uh, while the officers were searching Richard Allen's home, one of the one of the neighbors asked if they were in danger, right? Because mm-hmm. cops show up in the middle of the night, you're like, are we safe? And they responded with just, stay vigilant, especially with your wives and daughters.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. So
0: that's all there is right now. I'll be sure to keep you guys updated on this case as it unfolds. I got a lot of this information from the podcast Down the Hill because it was really hard to find. Like right now, they're all focusing on the fact that he was arrested, Mm -hmm. not what initially happened. So Down the Hill is great because I listened to it four years ago. And I could listen to it again and hear like the older information they also did a really good update. I also got it from cNN and Wikipedia um but I'll also link the down the hill podcast if you want to hear more about it but the whole thing is
1: just awful you know, and it's not it's not done. It was crazy to see it unfold though too yeah, like I was like are they I was like there should be a way you know like this whole time I was thinking like, how have we not?" How how has nobody been arrested? Yeah, because they there's... have
0: a picture, a sketch, a video. That's not a
1: criticism. It's more of just like,
0: how, you know? And the other thing I read is that Indiana, they don't... So, like, accomplice to murder, you get charged with murder. Okay. So, we don't know if he was an accomplice if he was the person that did this, he's, he's he could the be guy no in the one. picture. Yeah. yeah, he could be no one. And a
1: lot of people are jumping to conclusions right now, too. Yeah,
0: oh, God, if you go online, it's like, it's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> he didn't do it. Like
1: Yeah, it's a lot. And, so. and no one
0: knows. It's you not know. the
1: final, um, yeah, nothing is final right now no, about No, I wanted
0: it. to keep you guys updated because these two little girls that just, and they're so cute. Like, you look on I know,
1: like, so pictures, sweet, right?
0: It's like because we were like that age i remember us being like that age we i mean we didn't go in the woods we usually ordered copious amounts of like chinese food yeah but like we we did did. dumb things like that like and you didn't think it was dumb and it wasn't unsafe because it shouldn't have been unsafe
1: yeah Uh, it's. uh but that's the
0: delphi murders
1: but it was exciting to see finally there was oh my some god. movement. Yes, like, I remember being like, wow. Yeah, like, it, it was came very out of
0: nowhere. Mm-hmm. It seemed to come out of nowhere. It really did, and it's interesting because, like you know, every little town has a terrible story to tell, but you don't normally hear about updates of little town terrible stories. But I guess because this one was like the Snapchat murders.
1: Yeah, it was like the Delphi murders having an arrest, and I'm like,
0: oh my god, people know about that.
1: Yeah, and I feel like the police did do a, a good. job job the whole time oh yeah from yes. what i know Yeah.
0: No. the so the police have a really big
1: part in the down the
0: hill podcast where they they're speaking directly to the police and they did everything they were supposed to do like yeah. they asked for extra help like a lot of the times when we talk about things that the cops try or the police in town try and keep it close yes they immediately said this is too big for us we can't handle this like we need extra help yeah so they did everything right
1: yeah, and that's why it was even more surprising. I get, again, not criticism, but I was just like, they did everything went right, you yeah, know. Yeah, and it
0: still didn't work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we get some resolution soon
0: because their families deserve it. Mm-hmm. Not that it's going to do anything different. They still have to deal with.
1: Yeah, but it would be absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They need that.
0: Um, so this one will come out, I was looking at this, this one will come out the week before your birthday Mm. and then we're going to do a big chord right next time. Yeah. So that'll get us through, uh, Thanksgiving and then like, it'll be mid December. Yep. Um, so if you don't, if nothing happens by next week, then if something happens by mid December, we'll be sure to put that on the first episode that comes out of that recording. Definitely. Um. Because I'm hoping something comes out of this. We all are. Yeah. I just don't know how long it'll take.
1: No, nope, Nobody Cause has it took five years to get here. Yeah. Five and a half. And if it's done right, I feel like it'll take a little bit of time. So
0: Actually, that that was the interesting thing. They already have the trial date. Wow. Which they don't normally do. Hmm. And it's like May of next year. Okay. So normally, like, you arrest somebody and they say eventually they'll go to trial. They already have a set trial date for him. It's like May 27th of next year or something, hmm. which isn't that much time when you think about it To for not only the defense, but the prosecutors to build their cases to say he did it versus he didn't do it. Yeah. So I think there will be some movement on it kind of quickly just because it, they have to.
1: Yeah. I mean, and they wouldn't have done that if there wasn't some information, probably. Yeah.
0: If they didn't feel strongly about what they had. Mm-hmm. So... That's the Delphi murders. It's really sad. It is. Liberty. I never thought of Libby coming from Liberty. I think I've only known. No, I think it came from an Olivia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Liberty makes more
1: sense. It does. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Anyway, that was upsetting. It was. But this martini is good.
1: But that was a good, um, like, brief rundown of the case, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll keep you updated. Definitely. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.